Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Vegas Resort. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. A bright light city gonna set my soul. Gonna, gonna set my soul on fire. Yeah, Vegas. Ding, 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 so get them stakes up higher. Look at you knowing all the lyrics. I don't ask me past that. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Hello. This is exciting. We're talking about Vegas. We've never been to Vegas together. No, we haven't, which is weird because we've traveled together to a lot of places. And if we did go, we would not be in the same place at the same time, except if we met at a buffet to eat. <laughs> yes. We are very, very different Vegas people. Yes. When was the last time you were in Las Vegas? When was the last? I, you know, I was thinking about this. I think the last time I was in Vegas was like 2011, 2012. Okay. Respectable. Like that? Yeah. 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 It's been a long time. How about you? Uh, two weeks. Two, you were there two weeks ago? Yeah. What did I didn't you, tell you this. You and Edelstein just went? No. So here is what happened. I went to Sketchfest in San Francisco and I was looking for a flight back to Montreal. And the flights that I could get, I'm looking at it and they're all really expensive. And I found one cheap flight and it left San Francisco in the evening mm -hmm. at like 8 p.m., got to Las Vegas at 9 p.m. and had a 13-hour layover. Oh, that's uh, right. That's yeah. right. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. So I've done that a couple of times now where I just have one night in Las Vegas. Did you leave um, the airport? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. That's the whole point. The What'd airport is right there by the strip. Well, I did what I, I usually do when I go to Vegas on a layover like this or have just a very short amount of time. Get drunk and see Phantom. <laughs> you got to love that 90-minute Phantom, my friend. You got to love that 90-minute Phantom. Yeah, they finally cut the uh, fat out of Phantom. Yeah, there wasn't any, by the way. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. <laughs> why, why would they mess with something perfect like Phantom? Exactly. Look, they just kept the spectacle parts. I think they cut all the two-person scenes, <laughs> which makes sense. It's Vegas, for God's sake. Yeah. Nobody wants to watch two actors talk to each other on a stage. Yeah, they cut all those talking parts and just gave me music of the night. Yeah, just and over and over and over again. Yeah. A lot of smoke. That boat crawling across that stage. No, what I like to do is I like to walk up and down the strip and wander into and explore as many casino floors and resorts as possible. Because right. to me, it's like, it's almost like Disneyland because they're all these little self-contained wonderlands. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I love doing it. And on this particular layover, that's all I did. I went on a four hour walk. I think I gambled for, uh, I gambled 20 bucks worth because I do not gamble a lot. 
Right. It just has never been my thing. I have plenty of other vices. Gambling has not been my thing. Are you a Vegas guy? I do like Vegas. We might like it for different reasons, but I bet you there's <laughs> some overlap. There probably is. I know this about you, but I don't know if the people of the world know this about you because they think of you as a man with very few vices. Uh-huh. But you have a vice that I do not have. That's right. Would you care to expound? <laughs> sure. I, I enjoy playing poker. I mean, I like blackjack as well, but uh poker in particular I like. So I've played poker in, in a number of the card rooms, as it were, in Las Vegas, including the World Series of Poker once, not in a full event, but at a satellite, these one-table satellites they have. Where had I won at that table, I would have gained, I think, entry into the main event of the into World like the big, the big televised, into the big the, show, the big one where it costs ten thousand dollars to join. <laughs> that would have been very exciting. And I listen, I could tell, I could go into a whole story about how I thought I was going to win that, and I had a hand I played perfectly and just got outdrawn, just ran into the wrong hand. You know, that's how poker goes. What you know you what, Hal? How about this? Yeah. Go on for one minute about it. Ready, go. I had ace king, and I drew in a better, drew him, got him, uh, got him to call an all in, and then they, uh, they just got lucky. Sometimes oh. it's just not your day. Hang on that's a second. It. How could you have gone on for hours about that? Just how upset I was. <laughs> I mean, sad. <laughs> I wasn't upset. I was sad. Yeah. No, I get it. Because in my mind, if I'd won that table, I would have also won the World Series of Poker. My life would have been way different. Hey, your life is pretty great right now, my friend. It is pretty great. I can't. Yeah. Think, I can't complain. Exactly. I'm not complain about my life. I'm here to help settle the best Vegas resort, which is one you wanted to talk about. Yeah. You're, now your Vegas is the Vegas of shows and booze. That's my Vegas. I am, well, booze is secondary. For me, it's all about the spectacle. I love Las Vegas and I love sure. it. Not for, I'm not a gambler. I can go in and sit down and uh, as I did on my last trip, plop down $20, make my money back in blackjack and say, thank you. That was fun. And get up and walk away. Oh, so every time you go, you're like, I'll just make my money back at the blackjack table, and it works every time? No, but I never lose more than, I think, $60 was the most I ever lost in a trip to Vegas. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I lost money spending it on dumb things. Indoor skydiving? <laughs> yes. You lose money in Las Vegas on $9 drinks, $10 drinks. And this is Bud Lights I'm talking about. Yeah. Because <laughs> I drink incorrectly, I guess, in Vegas, because the idea traditionally is you sit down at a slot machine or a gambling table, and as long as you're playing, they will keep bringing you drinks. I think that that does not exist much anymore, because I've done that, and they never come up and just offer me free drinks or dollar drinks. Well, too many people go now that they yeah. need to comp you. You'd have to go to one where it's not as popular, maybe. Yeah, that's probably true. It feels like an old school thing. And Vegas is one of these cities that is constantly changing. So I wandered up the strip from the airport or where my hotel was right next to the airport, mm -hmm. which was formerly the Hooters Casino. Spoiler okay. alert, does not make the short list. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, yeah. RIP, but now it's the, uh, now it's the Oyo Hotel, which is actually pretty great because it's kind of run down and falling apart. So you can get a $35 a night gigantic suite. I had two bathrooms. I used both of them just to say that I used them both. $35? $35 a night. It was crazy. But was it yeah. filthy? Was it like no. a dirt? Like this is a real No, it was just suite. a little run down. I don't know. <laughs> a little run down. Does that mean, did, wait, did, did one of the, did like Rizzo the rat, Check you in. Yeah. And you're like, it was the happiness hotel. <laughs> oh, welcome home. Welcome home. Oh, welcome home. Welcome home. 
you got spaghetti with a steering wheel in it for dessert. <laughs> for dessert, not even for dinner. Yeah. For dinner, they cook up all the Muppets who were killed when that bus crashed through the front of the hotel. How dare you? How dare you? You don't think they lost one or two Muppets in that one? No, they didn't lose one or two Muppets. Muppets can't die. Have you seen what Dr. Bunsen Honeydew has done to Beaker over the years? Beaker special. Beaker's, Beaker is immortal and nobody has chopped his head off <laughs> via the Highlander rules that we all know. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, he in does my have, walk. he does have an enlarged heart after the Muffet movie, though. <laughs> it's really dangerous. Well, it, look, Animal got an enlarged everything in the Muppet movie. That's true. What do you think his body's doing? Jeez. I don't, there's so much cocaine in there. He doesn't feel anything. <laughs> you can't feel a thing. Just, yeah. just eat drums, eat drums. No animal, beat drums. Ah, ah. Sorry, so, you were saying? so I, I, I am staying right. It's right at the far southern end of the strip. Yes. And I walked all the way from the far southern end of the strip to the win and encore. Yes. Which are at the far end of where all the cool stuff is pretty okay. much. Yeah. Like just north of that, there's the stratosphere and then way off to the west off the strip is, uh, the big glitzy Trump casino right next to a, um, maybe the world's largest dispensary, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> so I want, I made this one long trek up to the wind and back. And that stretch, I think is where we are going to find the winner of the best Las Vegas resort. There are others. There are a lot on Fremont Street up mm-hmm. north, uh, like proper downtown Las Vegas. And that's considered the old strip. That's the old Las Vegas. Old yeah. being a relative term. Well, Vegas is a pretty young city. The first casino went in in 1931. Mm-hmm. And then another casino went in in 1940. El Rancho came in in 1941, destroyed by fire in 1960, which seems 19 years seems like a good long life for a Vegas casino resort because they tear those things down and build new ones constantly. Yeah. And then it really blew up in 46 when Bugsy Siegel came in and, uh, the mob started building. They built the Flamingo. They built the Desert Inn. There were lots of, lots of things happened when the, the mob came in. So, you know, lots of murders, but the mob did some cool stuff like put the Flamingo <laughs> in Vegas. Do you really want this to be the episode where you become a mob apologist? Yeah. Think about it. You know, you know, you know right what? Away. I'm thinking about it. Changed my mind. There you go. So let's think about the, Absolutely not at all shady current history of the Las Vegas Strip. Sure. Now that it's clean as a whistle, it's a family destination. Exactly. It is interesting how Vegas, you know, when we grew up, when we were children, it was Mm. for adults. I don't think it was until the late 90s, maybe early 2000s, that it really became, all right, well, let's put uh, roller coasters in and the stratosphere. Is the stratosphere the one where you, like, dangle off the edge of the building in a chair? Yeah, there's a big roller coaster out in front of New York, New York. Yes. There Paris are. Paris has one. They all, and they have shows everywhere. I wonder if Circus Circus was the first one that led into this. Cause Circus Circus came up in the late nineties and was designed to be the family friendly Vegas resort. Right. I remember seeing ads back in the day of, you know, Vegas showgirls, but with red clown noses on. And I did not know how to feel about that. <laughs> it looks like the creepy clown from the View Askew logo. That's number one. The, the Circus <laughs> the Circus. The logo for Circus Circus. Yeah. And even if it didn't, it would look like – because the way the clown is kind of perched over the big marquee sign that tells you like that <laughs> Terry Fader and his puppets are doing a show for nine years here. Oh, my that, God. Like that <laughs> That clown drives a beat-up van like from Who's the Boss but without windows. And Oof. it's like you don't think he has committed a crime, 
but you definitely think he could. <laughs> By the like way, I'm looking it up right now. Away. I was wrong about Circus Circus. It didn't open in the late 90s. It had its resurgence in the late 90s, but it opened in 1968. Yeah, you can tell from the sign. Yeah, it almost looks like the Circus Liquor neon clown sign yes. in my neighborhood uh in burbank yeah it's uh it's a little scary looking and may i say a little shady on the inside too i've stayed at that one before and um, of, course you have. of course i've stayed at a lot of these and the room that they gave us i went with some buddies we used to go all the time and just like spend one night we get the cheapest room which in this case was at circus circus and uh they're like hey we're not gonna put you in the main building we got a great room for you over here in the annex now, the Annex is a nondescript cinder block. I believe it would be considered brutalist if we were looking at architecture styles. Tucked away behind some real shady buildings just off the strip. It's places that have things like 99-cent shrimp cocktail, uh-huh. uh, which we did used to go get, by the way, which sure. is, if you wonder what a 99-cent shrimp cocktail looks like, it is a can of bay shrimp dumped into a styrofoam cup with a dollop of cocktail sauce on top. Oh, yeah, that's sickening. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> did you go to the Adventure Dome when you were there? Because that's their big that's where all their rides are. That's their carnival. Uh, We did not go to the Adventure Dome. That was Circus Circus was not deemed the cool place for us. A bunch of young guys in their 20s to go hang out in suits. Yeah. Uh, So we didn't go to the Adventure Dome. No, of course you didn't. But so that said, my version of Vegas is more like that family-friendly version. What I like is the colors and the noises and the sights and the light and the shows. There's so many shows always happening there. Three or four Cirque du Soleil shows, I think, at any given time are running. As well as there's always some former pop star or mega pop star, you know, in their sort of retirement years doing a residency somewhere. You know, uh, growing up, going to Atlantic City, Mm-hmm. And, and the boardwalk in Ocean City, going to all of those places. I definitely have an appreciation for the lights, like similar to you. I have mm-hmm. an appreciation for those, for the light bulbs and how ostentatious it is. And I'm not comparing Atlantic City to Vegas, not at all, but just that idea of like, Hey, there's a lot of neon. There's a lot of light bulbs and a lot of flash and glitz. And I, I do like that too. That is a, kind of a cool. It is neat to walk the strip at night in particular where all the people are snapping unsavory brochures at you while you look at all these lights and stuff <laughs> yes how somehow they do that weird hand snap brochure thing where they can make a loud noise pop next to you you turn and they're handing you a uh, flyer for an escort service well you know i <laughs> one of the things i went to vegas twice pretty close together in like 2003 i want to say 2002 2003 mm-hmm. and it was because the second city las vegas had opened which was a a version of the touring show that was done at the Flamingo. Right, which I went to go see as well. I went to see it in previews, and then I mm-hmm. went to see it after it opened. That is and a I actually, hard room. I made a trip one day. I drove to Vegas with two friends, uh, one of which is my best friend, John, and one of which is uh, my friend, Dave, who I was in Second City writing class was, who had never seen – like wasn't familiar with Second City style. I was like, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. We drove for the day. We went, had had like dinner. Saw the show and then drove back. Wow. Yeah. That one, I mean, it's a what, four and a half hour drive from LA usually? Yes. So yeah, that's a lot of driving in a day. It was a lot of driving. That second city show is wonderful. And I give credit to the performers in it because that is not an easy room to play in when you're hearing ding, 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 ding right outside the door. Cause yes. it is, it's a showroom just off the casino floor. Yes. Yes, it is. Is but the Flamingo well. still there? 
I believe it is. The flamingo is one of the few that from when we were kids growing up, when you said, like you said, it was a shadier version of Vegas. It was the sands, the Sahara, the flamingo. Yeah. These were the big ones. And then I think like Luxor came in. Caesar's Palace had been there, but Luxor came in and then Circus Circuits did its rebranding and all these really flashy casinos started popping up. Not that they weren't always <laughs> flashy. It's Vegas. But or maybe this is just I came of age at this time. So that's what I think. That's when I think Vegas changed the most. I don't know. It's like I yeah. used to think that, wow, avocados became really popular. And then I thought, no, you just moved to California. I, I At one point in second grade, I was like, boy. It seems like it's not just my class, but the whole world that's gone dinosaur crazy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the Flamingos, I think, is owned by Caesars, which is across the street. And I'm, right. I'm also pretty sure there's an underground tunnel that connects the two beneath Las Vegas Boulevard. Ooh. Which is for, the for the regular public to use or for cops and unsavories to use? For the, for the public to use. To go because gotcha. you know it's hot outside, so they try to oh, keep yeah. you indoors as much as possible. They also try to keep you. They have done a really good job of making sure that the streets are drunk proof. Yeah, right. Because every street you can't. There's no crosswalks anywhere in Las Vegas on the Strip. Yeah, everything is. Uh, there are gates and bridges and fences everywhere, so the flow of pedestrian traffic is really, really managed to an impressive degree, to a frustrating degree when you're just trying to get across the street and you have to walk, you know, three or four blocks to use a sky bridge in one of the resorts and then back down. Yes. Shall we dig into what we think some of these best Vegas resorts are? I'm curious, mm -hmm. before we do, mm -hmm. what your criteria are. What are you looking for? What makes it the best? Okay. Because they're all very – I mean, look – they're somewhat similar. Some of them are – they're definitely strata, right? right? There are some that are like dingy and haven't been redone or should be redone pretty soon. Mm -hmm. Then there are some that are like higher class. And and among them, you might say that the only difference is the Venetian looks like Venice. Caesar's is like ancient Rome. Like what is the theme? Yeah, there and are the there are differences within those, though, I think pretty stark ones. I think what we want to look at the criteria for the best Vegas resort are going to be the criteria that makes Vegas Vegas. OK, you know what I mean? Well, so I'll say, elaborate for people who are listening. Sure. Not me, who definitely knows. I would say opulence. OK. Attention to detail in the theming. Yep. I would say things that they have to offer. Is a huge one. That would be restaurants, shows, some of the museums, art galleries, clubs, all of those amenities that are involved. And then you can maybe speak to the gambling portion of it, the poker rooms, you know, if one has a particularly great one. I know the Bellagio has like Bobby's room, the fan, the super fancy. Yes. High stakes. Yeah, they all have room. a high stakes area, but that yeah. was, um, that is a particular one. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think because it's Las Vegas, if we could use Vegas itself as an adjective and say the most iconically Vegas. Okay. So with that in mind, which, you know, that will, I think, be detrimental to some of the newer ones like Aria, which is by all accounts an incredible, incredible resort. Right. But it's not really themed like anything other than fancy. It's just it's themed it's like just rich people's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> like rich apartment buildings. It's, yeah. That is what it's like. I mean, it's. Or, uh, the, uh, the cosmopolitan, which is themed not like anything, you know, family friendly. Its theme is West Hollywood after a coke fueled night out. 
Yeah, it's like, listen, do you have a lot of money? Do you yeah. always wear not only your collar open, but your sleeves are open and but barely rolled up? <laughs> and also, does your hair always look crunchy? Yeah. If so, yeah. then bring your bad religion jeans over to <laughs> Cosmopolitan. And if you're a lady, just wear an oversized men's dress shirt and his tie loosely around your neck and a pair yeah. of heels. That's yeah. what the Cosmopolitan feels like. So like the Aria and the Cosmopolitan, both incredibly beautiful, opulent hotels with great spas. That's another huge one. But they feel less iconically Vegas. They feel like they could kind of be in a lot of different places. You could see the Aria in New York. You could see the Cosmopolitan in Venice Beach. You know what I mean? You know, I I get what you're saying. I don't know that I... It sounds like what we're looking for is the most Vegas resort. I think that might be the correct answer to is the best Vegas resort is the most Vegas resort. Okay. Nobody, uh, nobody now, goes to now, Vegas to have a, a, a less than Vegas experience. No, of course not. But I, I now at least I have a basis because I don't think you would find the cosmopolitan or the area anywhere near any other city. But in comparison, to right. Treasure Island, where there's a full-on pirate battle like every <laughs> half hour, 45 They got minutes. rid of the pirate ship, I think. Did they? Let me check. Well, I, I want to get this right. They tear that place to the ground. But, like, those are things that are more Vegas, right? Like, here is a miniature Statue mm-hmm. of Liberty out in front of New York, New York, along with a live roller coaster, which seems very dangerous. I hate to interrupt. Uh, yeah, the Treasure Island pirate ship show is no more. Well, that one's not winning. Yeah, because that was kind of the only thing you had going for you, Treasure Island. Yeah. That and Mystere, the Cirque du Soleil show. I don't think that was on the list anyway. Well, also, there's like the fountains at the Bellagio. Yeah. That has become iconic. Absolutely. That is beautiful. That is iconically Vegas. And may I say the Bellagio, now mentioned twice, is going to be a top contender. Sure. Sure. It's very nice. And I have Mm -hmm. played poker there. And I liked it very much. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you – like, I could tell you uh, – to me, it's like the – it's a step back from what might be more buttoned down about Cosmopolitan or Aria in that it's like marble is the theme. Everything is marble. <laughs> because At the it, Bellagio? Yeah, because it feels like Bellagio should be somehow themed around Italy. Yeah. Which, which I'm sure it is, but well, that's, the Venetian uh, does it better. Sure. Uh, and Caesars does it better. You've got Rome and Venice. Yeah. So the Bellagio, I think, is just themed. What is the Bellagio? What would you call the Bellagio's theme? That's a marble. M- just marble? Yeah. <laughs> it's just marble. <laughs> that's, that's marble and water. Theme. Marble and water. There is a lot of water there. Look, the Bellagio is beautiful. But yeah. Like the Rio is a rainforest. Now, that is way more <laughs> Vegas than just... Like, this place only charges a $500 security deposit, but the rent is unbelievable. <laughs> I think the Bellagio feels like – you say that it's themed – its theme is marble. I think its theme to me is the brass section of an orchestra <laughs> playing at times its loudest and at times its gentlest. Right. But it's definitely the brass section. I would still put that up there. You'd put the Rio on our list? I think it's worth discussing. Yeah. I know, I, mean, I know very little about the Rio. I know it's shaped cool and it's, it's got where the Penn lazy teller river been for that years. runs through it. It was also, mm-hmm. uh, wasn't the Rio? No, uh, Mirage was the home of Siegfried and Roy. Mirage, also home of a volcano that erupts every hour. 
Yeah, I mean, that's also very Vegas. Yeah, that's another... The Mirage is another one of those very Vegas places. I think it's where Evil Knievel or his son, one of them, uh, jumps. Robbie Knievel? Robbie Knievel. It's like that's where they stage jumping over buses and stuff. Like there's a lot of spectacle because there's a big area out in front of it. Yeah, the Mirage is, uh, is definitely iconically Vegas. I have looked at a lot of lists online and I did weirdly notice that in the list of the best resorts in Vegas – I don't know why, but the Mirage is not on a single one of them. And it's very strange to me because it's one of those that I feel like is Vegas. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it does kind of just look like the contemporary hotel in Disney World. Just like a big monolith trapezoid thing. Yeah. It doesn't have the exterior flair that some of the other ones do. So maybe that's why it doesn't make that big list. But how do you, how do you want to approach this? Do you just want to start making a list? Do you want to walk? You want to take a walk with me from north to south, walk down the strip and, um, put ones on the list that we think should go there? Yeah. Here's what I want to do. I want you to tell me a hotel mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give you their worst Yelp review I can find. <laughs> I'll give you their Yelp rating as well. Where do you want to start? I want to start at the north and work our way south because I have a feeling that the last one on this tour might be the winner. All right. Give me a place. I'm going to start on the north end. Yeah. There's others further north, but I'm going to start with uh, the Wynn and Encore. I'm counting those as one because they're sister hotels right across from each other. All right. While you're looking up the Yelp review, you look up the Yelp review for the Wynn. I'll tell you what it does have going for it is it's near the top of every list I've found. Okay. Its theme, I think, is just gold. Like Steve Wynn is sort of what Donald Trump – Donald Trump is gilded. Steve Wynn is golden. Neither of them is great, but Steve Wynn, there's definitely a lot of attention put into this hotel. It just feels very flashy and over the top. You know what it feels like? It feels like yeah, old people with a lot of money. <laughs> uh, well, uh, here's what, uh, here's what one Yelper says. Are you looking at the, the worst Yelp review? Is that what you're finding? This is not only is it bad, but it is recent. Oh, here's one from today. Oh, no. We're recording this on February 6th. I would like to warn everyone before they book a room here. I just checked in and they said my room is oversold. And their policy, T-H-Y apostrophe R-E, is to give you a different room, although I booked directly with the Wynn Hotel for a double beds. The room that they gave me is a handicapped accessible room with smaller beds that are very uncomfortable and a bathroom that doesn't lock and has a sliding door with an opening so that everyone who stays in the room can see if you fell while taking a shower or I guess for some other reason. After asking to speak to a man, to a man, a manger. Ooh, speak to a manger. I was told there's no guarantee for getting your room if you don't check in at three o'clock. So I guess they want everyone to line up at three o'clock to check in. This is horrible service for a hotel that charges over $350 per night. They offer to waive my resort fee, but I am not satisfied. Cheap offer for a billion-dollar hotel. The worst part is they said the room is the same, but it's totally a downgrade. I stayed here before, and the beds in this room belong in a two-star hotel. Ooh. That felt less like a review of the place and more like one person's bad experience, though. Are there others that say this is what happens? By the way, Hal, if we're here to judge things and we've now just started using Yelp reviews. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I'm just interested in what the worst version of it is because they're going to present fair. the best version. I don't think it's the win. No, I don't think it's the win either. I don't think it's got enough theming to it. The Encore being the sister hotel to it. Yeah. I do remember the commercials of Steve Wynn standing atop the Wynn Resort, which is 
Well, good 60 stories. No, no, not 60 stories. 20 stories, maybe. It's very tall. But I just remember thinking, oh, that's not safe. But he's not going to win. That's not going to win. So let's walk a little way south. And as we're walking down the strip, by the way, I'm doing this all just in my head via my walk. Oh, I have Um, I have a picture of it. Oh, you do? Yeah. All right. We're so, pa- Circus Circus is at the north end with Stratosphere yeah. and SLS. Str- exactly. Stratosphere is not going to win. Circus is not going to win. Encore win. Then Palazzo, which I think is just a hotel. Palazzo is attached to the Venetian. Yes. Now, this, I think, is another contender. Yes. The Venetian is beautiful on the outside. Looks like Venice. All of the attention to detail is amazing. But on the inside is, I think, where it really shines because they do that fake indoor thing that I love so much. Yes. Where it's yeah. an indoor area Common. that looks like an outdoor area. They yeah. have the uh, the gondoliers that go through there. Yes, uh, there's do. also a great restaurant in there. Um, several. Several. Uh, the, the one I'm thinking of is the Mario Batali one that I really liked. Okay. Um, problematic Cro- now. Crocs and um, chomps. Crocs and, <laughs> Crocs and chomps. Actually, it was all croc meat. But oh. not, but not crocodile meat. The shoes. It was just that foam that they use in Subway sandwich bread. Sure, sure. Yeah, the foam in Subway <laughs> sandwich bread. That uh, that place was. I just love the Venetian. I think also because I had a really good experience there once yeah. at New Year's Eve, because there's a lot of big open space out in front that's still themed that I think is pretty cool. Right. And that area, if you got, which we just lucked into, we got into the Venetian before 10 o'clock and they closed off that whole area at 10. So while everyone else was crowded out into the street, you know, five feet away, we're in this beautiful courtyard with a bench to sit on to watch the fireworks in Vegas at midnight. Right. A lot of fun. Beautiful resort. Tao is great. Yeah. It's just, it, I think it does a good job of mixing the opulence of somewhere like the Venetian. Or somewhere like the uh, Bellagio with the cultural, I guess, theming or city theming of somewhere like Paris. Right. You know? Yeah. I, I, I've i always had a good experience there. It's very classy. I don't know that it's – I'm trying to think of the word here. Like it's not, it's not the same as like I've got a pirate ship out front or we've got fountains out front. So well, they have – Like gondolas the same thing is the, are the gondolas yeah. – well, really they're inside. Mostly inside, but you can board them outside, and they have the poles and the gondoliers out there. Yeah, and they sing. They will sing to you. Sure. I yeah. I I do really like it. It is. I I don't know if it's going to win, but I do think it should be a finalist. Do you want to yeah. know? Uh, do you want to hear a bad review? I do. It, I want to hear. I want to hear I a bad we, review of the Venetian. I think we've got to like you know be fair, and we got to sure. Just if it's a contender, we'll read it. I don't want to yeah. do it for every single one of these. Of course. All right. Here's one from January twenty fourth. I was shocked at the uncleanliness of my room, dust, hair, debris on the floor, and bedside tables. I have stayed at this hotel every year for the past 12 years. Going to look elsewhere next time. I reported the issue to management. And then there's a picture. uh, There's a fuzz. Mm -hmm. And then there's a, like, a you know, when you get clothes and they have the little hook that was hanging it on the rack, but that it's like a little black plastic hook. Uh Uh-huh. One of those just sitting there. And then this is a close-up of just some debris on an end table. This person, look, you shouldn't find any of that stuff in your room, but the fuzz on the carpet, I was expecting this to be a real horror show, but... These people are real picky. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that this necessarily... Look, finding some carpet fuzz. All right, so maybe it's maybe it's not the cleanest. Look, it's Venice, man. Venice is a dirty city. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah, we should yeah. add, add that as a criteria. Accuracy to the place it's portraying. Um, it's not sinking is it sinking like venice is no no it's not there are wave there are uh, 
fewer pigeons also. Filthy, oh, good. filthy pigeons everywhere. <laughs> so that's got to count for something. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they bring in pigeons into Las Vegas to just fill up. Look, they want to be accurate to fill up yeah. the Venetian. I've that's never right. noticed them, but maybe they send them out once a night or something for a show. Correct. All right. Let's walk down the strip. Let's stay on the same side of the strip for right now. Let's look right. across the street and see the Mirage and it's, uh, and, and Treasure it's, Island and Treasure Island and wave at them and tell them that they're not going to win. Sorry. No for the Mirage? No for the Mirage. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think wow. a no for the Mirage. It's, I mean, it is classic. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't seem as special as the ones, I don't think it's going to win. We okay. can put it on the, the list. The signature thing for the Mirage was Tigers. That's right. It did and have now, Siegfried and Roy, and now and Siegfried Montecora and Roy are gone. went crazy, and now, yeah. Yeah. All right, so we've got the Casino Royale, the Link, Harrah's. Mm-hmm. Flamingo. There's a little chunk, a little strip right through there. Yeah. Uh, right by the link that all of those in a row. I don't think any of these are contenders. The Flamingo right. maybe because it's so it, – the thing it has going for it is the iconically oldest one of, yeah. of the ones that are still going. To me, it's kind of like an old friendlies. Like, do you really <laughs> want to – you can just go to the new friendlies. Yeah. You don't need the old friendlies. Yeah, the Flamingo is kind of gross. Maybe they should – Yeah. It's like you want to give if that person is giving it to the carpet fuzz in the Venetian, do not let them see what the carpets have dealt with in the Flamingo. Right. And even updated, it still feels old. Yeah. So across the street from that, though, now we're getting into a section of the strip that is the big, big flashy ones, starting with the gigantic, I think the biggest one by uh, land area, Caesar's Palace. This is across the street. This is across the street. Wait, do you want to go down this side of the street? Do you want to finish? No, going let's down? just keep, let's just keep going south. Cause there's only a few more. Okay. So let's we keep going the south. So Caesar's Palace. So now we're crossing the Las Vegas strip across from the Flamingo is Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace is another one that is, I think, a really big contender because it's got all of the criteria. It's super opulent. Yeah. It is iconically Las Vegas. It's where they stay in the hangover. There have been jokes made about Caesar's Palace for years and years and years. Uh, just its sheer size and fanciness. And you'll like this, Hal. has a 14,000 square foot poker room. Yes. Yes, it does. I've played poker there before. It also has a huge sports book. So for gamblers, Caesar's they Palace is great. For ga- yeah, finally, a casino for gamblers. Well, I... <laughs> They're all good for... Look... Let's not pretend one is better. There's some have more affordable gaming. With Venetian, my memory uh, from when I've been there, it's been more expensive. Mm-hmm. So there's a a higher barrier to entry, right? As opposed to like Caesars, you might find some cheaper tables. If you go down to like a Bally's or Paris, mm-hmm. you'll find cheaper there. But places like Bellagio, Venetian, Win, even even I think uh, the Rio, there tends to be a, a there was a higher threshold at at one point. Yeah, that's fair. So, does the well, we, would you say that the gambling is a wash for all of them? Yeah, they're all same gambling. What, all you right. know, I mean, come on. More about Caesar's Palace. I mean, the people that have stayed there, Frank Sinatra, Celine Dion, Elton John, have all worked there. It is not only the hotel from The Hangover, also the hotel from Ocean's Eleven, one of the most iconically Las Vegas movies. Yes, the original Ocean's Eleven. Uh, yes. And then, of course, is the backyard Roman bath pool oasis yes yeah it's a tough one to beat do you want to know who's there right now the coliseum is uh home of the greatest entertainers of the world right now you got van morrison oh nice in fact he is play he played last night and he's playing tomorrow 
Right on. Then I you like have, Van Morrison. Um, he's going to be Jeff Dunham with his, seri- his international Ugh. tour, Jeff Dunham, seriously. Mariah Carey. Awesome. She's going to be there starting Valentine's Day for, for a thing. Rod Stewart, Jerry Seinfeld, Reba Brooks and Dunn. I mean, yeah, it's all iconic legends, except yeah. Jeff Dunham. The Who is going to be played. Like Come on. Wayne Newton. And of course, with Wayne Dionne Newton. Warwick. I didn't know Wayne Newton is still performing. And maybe most importantly, a little something called Thomas John, Celebrity Psychic Medium. Ooh. Do you think he's in the great big room? Uh, of course. He's got to have the largest room for all of his psychic abilities. Well, sure. You got to, yeah, you got to have space for all those voices in your head. Yeah. Do you have anything for octuple occupancy? (laughs) All right. You know what? I'm feeling bad now about giving the Mirage such short shrift. Yeah. I just want to, I do want to point out that good on them. They have a, I hope it's good on them. They do have a dolphin habitat inside and rainforest plants and a giant aquarium. Yeah, yeah. So, designed like a rainforest. So it and is. I think there's a river there. I think that's where the lazy river is that you ride around. At the Mirage? I think it is. See yeah, the, okay. yeah. Maybe they all have lazy rivers. <laughs> they all have a lazy something. Some it's a lazy river. Others it's a lazy spa. Some yeah. it's a super lazy poker game that takes a really long time. Yeah, exactly. The longest poker game in history. All right. Let's move south from Caesar's Palace, which I think I'm putting with so far. Who are our contenders? I'm putting Caesar's Palace and the Venetian on the list. That's it so far. That's it so far. And the next one on this list, uh, or the next one working our way south, I will say is also on the list, if only for the fountain. And that is the under-themed Bellagio. Yes. I mean, it's beautiful. It is it's- beautiful. It is five stars. It, it is. is. It is everything Vegas without the theming that some Vegas resorts have. Yes. Right? But boy, that fountain show is great. It is. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's great. It was great before it was in the remake of Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. It was sort of, it became a landmark. It was a very, it's a very smart thing. You can see it from inside the building in some places. People gather. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of those things. Maybe the reason why Treasure Island isn't done, isn't done up the way it was is because there weren't as big crowds anymore. I mean, I remember seeing crowds gather there, but people gather mm-hmm. during those shows. You have to like try and find space to see it and take pictures of it it's yeah. a, it's an event and a happening they turned it into a tourist landmark even if you're not staying there you're compelled to go see the fountains of the bellagio that's one right. of the things you want to see right yeah it's a it's it's a definite must see stop uh in las vegas now yes. is the fountain really the reason though that we like do we consider the bellagio to be so great just because of the fountain i mean it's look it's nice it's got a great buffet it's got great like you know, they all have different buffets. Mm-hmm. The food there is very good. It's definitely an upper end casino, I would say, or was at some point. Maybe now it's more middle class as the rich people apartments have moved in right. and taken over. Um, but outside of the fountains, is the fountains enough to carry it? Other than that, I would say it is a well built, very um, clean. You know, you don't walk in going, well, this place used to be nice. <laughs> they also have, uh, in addition to the fountain, they also have a gallery of fine art, including works by Picasso. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, it turns out the theming of the Bellagio is yet another city, the town of Bellagio, Italy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, thanks the internet for pointing out how many Italian towns, like, 
boy, you can really tell that the mob built this place. Hey, we're going to make one that looks like Rome. We're going to make one that looks like Venice. Hey, where were you from? I'm from this town called Bellagio. You never heard of it. Screw it. We're going to make one called the Bellagio. Okay. Here. <laughs> For a second, I thought you weren't there. And I thought, I'm oh, that there. I'm just making terrible jokes then at this point. Yeah. All right. I, I want to give a review for Caesar's Palace. I need to go back to that. Oh, okay. I'm going to give a review for for. Are we going to say Bellagio as a contender because of the fountains? Yeah, I think we can say the Bellagio. OK, so let me do a review for each and then let's take a break because we've been going for three hours. <laughs> OK. After driving eight hours, I was told at check in with no prior warning that I was downgraded hotels and no longer had a reservation there, even though I made my reservation three plus months in advance. That is terrible customer service and just bad business. Although they tried to make up for it in comps, the downgraded hotel room we were given at another property didn't have the main amenities we'd booked our original room for. We also realized that someone who handled our bags on the bell cart at Caesars from the trunk right back to the trunk dropped something that had car keys in it and they went missing for two days. That is weird. They were missing for two days. It was such a big disappointment and got so out of hand that it ended up ruining our whole trip. I will never stay in another season's property again. How these are all these all feel like they're just people who had one terrible experience with check in. That one sounds like a twisting nightmare that lasted for several days. <laughs> I don't know okay. what I don't know what you heard when I was reading those words out loud. All right. Read the Bellagio one. This okay. better be about the place and not just somebody's kerfuffle at check-in. Came here for my honeymoon and could not – wait, hold on. Let me <laughs> – Oh, no. <laughs> Came here for my honeymoon moon and could not sleep both nights we stayed. Night one, loud buzz noise in the room. Night two, we were not told the room connected to another room and the person next door would not stop coughing and putting <laughs> Vicky. The Vicky scent got inside the out room – and I could not sleep since the other guests would not stop coughing. Do not stay here if you value a good night of sleep. Don't go to Vegas if you value a good night of sleep. Well, also, you... <laughs> based on the uh, based on the uh, grammar of that, it yeah. sounds like they wrote it when they were awakened by the cough. Listen, while you out there are trying to figure out what Vicky is, I assume it's Vicky's vapor rub. But sure, we could all be wrong. Let the scent of Vicky wash over you <laughs> as you hear from some of the other fine podcasts on the Maximum Fun Network, and we'll be right back. Hey, you've reached Dr. Game Show. Leave your message after the beep. Hi, this is Sarah, and I'd like to tell you about Dr. Game Show. Dr. Game Show is a band of geniuses or nerds or brilliant artists or kids or some combination of all of those who get together to make a show like no other that's family-friendly. It's an interactive call-in game show podcast. When I found Dr. Game Show, I found joy. I told my friends and family that if they weren't listening, they were wasting joy. I sent them the episodes that made me laugh until I cried. I played it for them in the car. They laughed, too. Laughed their butts off. But they still don't listen on their own, so they're wasting joy. And I keep looking for someone to understand me. Maybe it's you. Give Dr. Game Show a listen and find joy. Listen to Dr. Game Show on Maximum Fun. New episodes every other Wednesday. Hey, everyone. It's I, John Hodgman of the Judge John Hodgman podcast. And I, Elliot Kalin of the Flophouse podcast. And we've made a whole new podcast, a 12-episode special miniseries called I, Podius, in which we recap, discuss, and explore the very famous 1976 BBC miniseries about ancient Rome called I, Claudius. Well, we've got incredible guests such as Gillian Jacobs, Paul F. Tompkins, as well as star of I, Claudius, Sir Patrick Stewart. And his son, 
non-sir Daniel Stewart. Don't worry, Dan. You'll get there someday. iPodius is the name of the show. Every week from MaximumFun.org for only 12 weeks. Get them at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, man. Now I'm covered in Vicky. Oh, it's there's Vicky everywhere in I here. I know. Oh, I tried to get too close to smell the Vicky, and I got Vicky all over my nose. I know. Then I tried to wipe the Vicky off, and I smeared Vicky all over myself. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Are we going right. to the Paris now? Paris, Las Vegas? Yeah. I think right now what we have is a little stretch of some of my favorites. Okay. We've got Paris, Las Vegas. Yeah. Because now we're getting to some of the real, like, hardcore themed city places. Right. Not that the Venetian wasn't. It's a very good version of that. In fact, the Venetian, I think, is the best version of mixing the opulence with the theming of a place. Some of these other ones are just like Epcot. The Venetian's not here. You don't have to worry about hurting their feelings. Right. Well, and I do this for comparison's sake okay. with Paris. The Venetian feels like somebody went, let's make it look like Venice, but still classy. Paris is like somebody went, let's make it look like Paris and stop there. <laughs> I thought the rest of the sentence was, was going to be threw up everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it is. And it, it, it really is like there is stuff inside that is wonderfully, iconically Paris. Just yeah. like, but it's like weirdly just built into the walls. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, it's just, it's, you walk inside and it's another one of those, it's though not as successful as the Venetian that looks like outdoors and the indoors. And there are many facades of famous Paris buildings, the opera house, the big one I'm thinking of, like the exposition hall with the green glass roof. Yeah. They have all of these iconic Paris things, just small versions of them inside. Yeah. Where it, it's, I love it. I love it because I, you know, me and I love Epcot and I love fake versions of real things. Yes. And this is a, a great version of that, but it is not remotely the classy Las Vegas that the other ones are. Yeah. Like the big, the big thing at this is a big neon hot air balloon out in front that says Paris across the side. Yeah, the home of hot air balloon travel. Yeah, famous I'm sure it for is. it. Yeah, you know. I'm, well, sure it's, I'm sure it was at some point. It feels point. very Jules Verne. Yeah. Yeah. But that said, I still love the Paris, and every time I go, I always make sure to walk through the Paris, because it feels like a little bit like a fake version of walking around in Paris. Yeah, it's okay. But you can still see, you know, the slot machines and gaming tables everywhere. I don't know. It just feels like the Six Flags to the Venetians Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't think it is a contender at all. But I, I appreciate that it exists. And it was yeah. fun to play poker one time underneath the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, that stuff is really fun. And there's yeah. one. It's a little further down the block. Um, but I guess we can go there now because we've talked about the Cosmopolitan. Planet Hollywood is fine. It's planet hollywood themed you know what that is it's got movie memorabilia it's nothing it's not going to win no so but still in this area not far from paris just down the street is new york new york yep and that is the other sort of sister version of this and that one has even more iconic new york stuff just crammed and you know what it looks like it looks like if new york was moving and had to put all their stuff in storage <laughs> It's like they put all of New York and you're like, what is the Brooklyn Bridge doing by Yankee Stadium doing? By, you know, what I, and maybe it's just because I live there. I'm like, well, that's not near that or whatever. But yeah, 
it, but New York, New York feels, I love it. I love everything about it. The fake indoors for outdoors, again, not as successfully done as uh, Venetian's canals, but still a lot of fun with sort of back alley Greenwich Village kind of pizzerias. But again, it doesn't feel like it has the actual level of opulence. Like everything there feels fake, unapologetically fake, but I still love it. Hmm. See, here's here's one that I think supports what you say. What's it's a that? bad review, but it sounds like New York to me. This is our first time staying at this hotel. It was a terrible experience, and we couldn't wait to leave. The staff was extremely rude. The room was dirty. Even walking down the hallway, there was trash bags everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's New, New York. York. Have yeah. you not been there before? Yeah, you're you're lucky that a pigeon wasn't eating out of that trash bag and pecked at your feet when you walked past it. Also, I like the flex at the end. I've stayed at over 10 different casinos on the Strip. This was <laughs> by far the worst one. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, you're going to New York. <laughs> what, what do you want? You don't want there to be trash on the street? Have you not been there before? Come yeah. on. Come on. Enjoy. Just enjoy your New York experience. One time I asked – well, we've talked about this before on here, mm-hmm. I'm sure. When I asked the subway conductor a question and I couldn't hear what she said and I said, I'm sorry, what did you say? And then when she answered me the second time, it was like she might as well have just said F you. Like I didn't – the information didn't even get to me because she was so rude. <laughs> Like your brain just did not even connect with any of the words. It just yeah. watched her mouth turn in corners. But no way, no way on God's green earth is that winning. Is no. New York, New York winning? But it I, suffers from the same thing Paris, Paris does. I always walk through it every time I go. Sure. It's neat to look at. Yeah. Then working our way further south, we have yeah. a nice little corridor here at the south end of the strip. Right. We've got some of the big ones. Mandalay Bay, Luxor, Excalibur, Tropicana, and the MGM Grand. Let's stay on the side of the street we were on and then work our way back. Okay. So the next one after New York, New York, connected by a sky bridge. Yeah. Excalibur. Boy, if you thought that New York, New York was the fake version of New York City, try visiting the even faker, barely themed version of Camelot called Excalibur. I mean, the castle, the, it looks neat from the outside. Like, the it's, promise yes. that the outside gives you. It does. You it is inside, not. Yeah. It's so gross in there. Yeah, it just looks like a dingy casino. You know what the newer ones got right? What's that? No carpet. Yeah. Because carpet has a long memory. And that carpet, like, the, the <laughs> carpet that gets removed from a casino should have to go, should, like, be allowed to go through therapy. That's how traumatic it is to be the carpet in, in any hotel, really. But especially Las Vegas, where the worst things happen all the time. <laughs> So in this place, I the last time I was there, they have carpet. Maybe they got rid of it or put new carpet in. Like that's gonna solve it. But I mean, it's the. I expect everybody to be in suits of armor. <laughs> sure. I expect constant. I know they do like adjusting yeah. tournament you, thing. Why? Why is there not a giant medieval times arena either attached or in the middle? Like, I want a full scale joust. The one thing that is super accurate there that I give them credit for is there are constantly people emptying chamber pots just onto the walkways. <laughs> so you feel like you're there. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, watch out for the plague. Sure. Yeah. That's That's tough. the name of their buffet. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you have to load your food in under your arms. <laughs> Once you walk in, they, they don't call you guests. Everyone's referred to as serfs. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. It's not Excalibur. Let's go down the street. Next door to Excalibur, also connected by one of these jet bridges, Luxor. That is Egyptian themed. Yes. I've stayed at the Luxor once. 
I'm going to be honest, Hal. Not a night I remember well. I did not have a reservation at the Luxor. Okay. I woke up at the Luxor. She did. In a room with all of my buddies on the floor. There's a bunch of us in there. Sure. Yeah. We, uh, it was one of those, like, it was late at night. We wound up gambling in the Luxor and then somehow wound up in a room on the floor at the Luxor. I think, boy, this podcast makes me sound like I'm a terrible, terrible hedonistic Hunter S. Thompson person. I'm not. <laughs> uh, th- these are few and far between these moments, people. Sure. You were Shut just up, there. <laughs> I was just there, but all I did was walk up and down the strip. Mm-hmm. What? That's all you remember doing. Yeah. No, I couldn't, I couldn't go crazy in Vegas because, uh, I had a flight to catch. That's true. To go back to Montreal to work. And if I didn't show up for work because I was being dumb in Vegas, uh, that's, that's bad. Another one down at the far southern end of the strip, just past the Luxor, which by the way is beautiful. The Luxor has amazing Egyptian theming, mostly outdoors. The indoors is, I think, less successful. In looking Egyptian. Yeah. But the outside is beautiful and it has the light that can be seen from space. That's right. Giant yeah. light shooting Giant out. Giant light it. shooting out of it. So when you fly into Las Vegas, the Luxor greets you with its big light. Yeah. And then at the far south end, the Mandalay Bay, another, yeah, I guess it's Pirate Cove Caribbean themed. Where is Mandalay Bay? I don't know. It's tropical themed. It's tropical themed. Okay. Cause it's yeah. in Myanmar. Man- Mandalay is a city in Myanmar, mm-hmm. but I guess, you know, Tropical theme? Sure. Yeah. Yes. Originally built uh, as the island paradise, I am finding out, Mm -hmm. with a Hawaiian theme. The name just changed to Mandalay Bay because it had a nice sound for a tropical island. Never mind that Mandalay is in Myanmar. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, Slightly inaccurate. Big, flashy. I feel like this one gets the short end of the stick a lot because it's way far at the south end of the strip. And it's the only one that's really south of the airport. So if you're like, oh, I'll get to the airport and then just work my way north. It's the one that's like, oh, guys, dunk, 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 I'm back here. <laughs> I do recall there being a lot of boxing happening at Mandalay Bay. Right. But I don't know much about it outside of that. It's not. But I don't think it's going to matter because it's time to cross the street. All right. And end up at what I think might be our third and final contender on our okay. list of contenders. And that is the MGM Grand. MGM Grand, a giant green monster of a hotel, not terribly themed. It's themed like old Hollywood movies and glamour, I guess. It's an older one, but it is the third largest hotel in the world, serving more than 70,000 people who enter the doors every day, 5,043 guest rooms. That is a lot going on. At. Yeah, you can stay there for as little as $63 right now, which That's is pretty impressive. It's one that has so many things for people who aren't just there to gamble. Theme park. Which, which Vegas has been for a long time, and we've talked about that a lot right here on this episode. Mm. But it, yeah, it's one of those places that has so much more, like we talked about, so much more than gambling. But right. I mean, it's got pools, it's got a lazy river, day yep. clubs, multiple wedding chapels, spas, salons. I remember walking through there one day and getting so lost that I was just in some sort of weird half zoo. I was like, what? What am I in a zoo? How did this happen? It's one of those ones that's real easy to get lost in. And also, iconically Vegas with the great big golden lion out in front. And uh, also another one that has a lot of sporting events in it. A lot of boxing happening from the MGM Grand. Uh, it just feels very Vegas to me. What do you think of the MGM Grand? Or what does Yelp think? 
Here's here. I'm going to tell you what this person thinks. Uh oh. Old and run down. The spa suite with no robes or sandals. Called down and they said they <laughs> did not have any. The room was so dingy and dirty that we were scared to walk around without shoes on. Unfortunately, this used to be a glorious and beautiful hotel. Now it definitely shows its age. The line to check in was approximately 200 people. A couple ticket redemption machines were broken. The hot water did not work properly. Both sinks backed up and wouldn't drain. We'll look elsewhere next time. Wow. All right. I mean, that was, uh, that wasn't about one bad experience at the front desk. That is a laundry list right there. I mean, mostly it's just a laundry list of this place is run down. Yeah. Look, basically what I've learned from this mm-hmm. is that all of these places have stained beds. Yeah. Sinks that don't drain, but they're all gross. Loose staff, terrible people. The keys don't work. <laughs> the elevators are bad. By the way, I found another detail about the MGM Grand. Yes. It is themed. Uh, it was originally Wizard of Oz themed. In that it is MGM and it is bright green and is easy to identify. So it was like the Emerald City. That is the extent of the theming. Do we have our three contenders? Yes. You want to review them again? I will say that it is the Venetian. Yes. Caesar's Palace. Sure. And the MGM Grand. Okay. Now. Yes. I think the best way to do this is to do our classic one, two, three, and then say it. And if yeah. we both say the same thing, then we're right on. If not, yeah. we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you sound antsy, Hal. I'm excited. That's the sound you make when you're about to walk into a poker room, isn't I it? Think we, I think we're going to say the same thing. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Caesar's, Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace. People of the world. <laughs> Friends. People of the world. Countrymen. Lend me your ear. I come to praise Caesars, not to bury it, for it is the greatest casino in the world. There's people walking around. It's where Joey Tribbiani went to work on Friends when he got stuck in Vegas. What could be better than that? We didn't even talk about that. He was the centurion you took a picture with. That's something people – that is somebody's job. (laughs) Somebody's job when they're out working out is to put that suit on and have people take a picture with them. How cool is that? Go back to the old days where you would go somewhere to vomit after you ate, and that was something we all did and hung out and fine. Bathhouses, lions, <laughs> sea battles, terrible treatment of people, world conquering. See it all, but on a poker chip at Caesar's Palace. And yes, I am available to do ads for you, Caesar's. <laughs> that is what all this was. This is a commercial for you. I'm going to be there with Dion Warwick and friends on February 2011th, and I hope you will join me there. February 20th. Hey. Along with the psychic Terry Fader <laughs> and everybody's favorite puppet mama will also be there performing. Very excited for that. The Celine Dion buffet is excellent. Yeah. That's what breads are for. All of them smell like a pool. That's all casinos. They're all very loud and echoey for some reason. Even if they, even if it was all carpet, it would still be very echoey and loud for whatever reason. What do you mean, whatever reason? The slot machines. It's the slot, but no, but the echoey and loud. Yeah. The echoey right. part. Just there's always an echo everywhere all the time. You could be in a supply closet and it would sound like you were in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> but look, if you're going to go to Caesars, 
Yeah. Go the, like, I love that uh, this is my, one of the coolest parts of Caesars is the moving walkway that takes you, that is like a legitimately 15 miles long to take you from Las Vegas. For some, for whatever reason, they were like, well, the, the sidewalk is here. They should have to journey like they're on the Apian way to try to get to us. Yeah. All roads lead to Rome except for the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah. You actually have to take a side road. That's right. You have to take a long moving. I just love moving walkways. There's so many of them. That's just another reason why Caesar's Palace is the best Vegas resort. So visit there. Do the toilets work? No. Are there stains on the bed? Yes. Are the people there rude? Most definitely. That, that's everywhere. But only they have the Roman stuff, the real Roman stuff. Not you, Bellagio. Please. Asked and answered. Hey, they're not Roman. They're Bellagians. <laughs> hey, the Bellagians are here. Yeah. Bellagian sounds like a race of aliens from Star Trek. Yeah. Sir, it's the Bellagians. Open a channel to the Bellagians. Which I think I mentioned before. Every time I see a box of Kashi Golin cereal, my thought is, sir, it's the Kashi Golians. <laughs> <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, this topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out them. Wait, hold on a second. Yeah. This was suggested by somebody. Yeah, Mark Gagliardi. No, 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 no. That's not. No, there was actually a person that suggested this. Someone suggested this. Yeah, hold on, because I yeah, found it. This out. No, because I saw it. All right, hold on. I'm gonna you thought that up. I just came up with this one? Yes. No, man. I look at the list. I know you do, but I, sometimes you have. You're like, oh, I have an idea. Yeah. No, the idea I had was to do best Vegas table game. Oh, this is Timothy Bailey. This is Timothy Bailey. A big thank you to Timothy Bailey for suggesting this. Yes, thank you, Timothy. Can't wait to see you in Vegas. This topic is closed. Thank you to Timothy Bailey for the topic. There are many more to discuss, so please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. That's where you can talk about it. Share your Vegas memories, share your one star reviews and five star reviews of your least favorite and most favorite hotels slash resorts slash casinos slash pools. Slash shows, slash rides. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners, the people of the world, for giving Hal and I a chance to sit down and talk about one of my favorite places, the beautiful city, Sin City, yes. Las Vegas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We We got got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.